Good morning, my beautiful people. Happy Halloween. Happy Saturday. I hope you guys are doing amazing. Welcome back. My name is Chrisanne Black, aka Mother Hustler. If this is the first time you're listening to me, I attempt to give positive, uplifting information in the most vulgar and despicable way. Um, just know that I sincerely appreciate the fact that you're taking the time to listen to me right now. You could be listening to anybody. Um, I know that right now life is super crazy and we're kind of just trying to find our little niche and see where we fit in in the world. Um, and the fact that you found my podcast, it says a lot. It says that the universe wants us to align in some kind of weird fashion. And so here we go. Um, I was checking out my analytics and some of my messages and holy crap, I am so blessed to have people from around the world who listen to me. Like, you guys actually listen to some of the stuff I say. Whether or not you apply it, totally different story. But you're actually listening to me. Um, My kids don't even listen to me. So I'm so blessed. Thank you so much. You have no idea how you changed my life every single day. You guys motivate me. Um, I hope I can motivate you guys. That's really the goal. Um, Right now, I have a lot of stuff going on in my life, and I really want to share it all with you guys. I wish I could just have you here, like, hanging out with me. Uh, But you guys are all over the world, like, in places that I've never seen. Uh, I have one place that I've never even heard of. So it's just, it's mind-blowing. And I I can't wait to research it more and get more familiar. Um, I can't wait to learn your guys' languages, your native languages, so that I can come on here and say good morning the proper way or hello the proper way um, in all of your languages. Because to me, that's just so fascinating culture. It's just so beautiful. It's so rich. It's so vibrant. Um, It's clothes. It's music. It's food. It's traditions. And those are some of the things that I hold so close to me. Uh, You guys know I'm a Mexican-American. I'm Hispanic, uh, born and raised in Arizona. And so my perspective in my culture is a certain way. And I love to be able to share some of my insights. A lot of the stuff I share with you um, are things that were taught to me by my grandparents. And so it's not just my innate wisdom. It's like generational wisdom that just, it it makes sense. It's common sense and it's just good advice. Um, And that's what I always want to share with you guys. So a lot's been going on. You guys know I have the nonprofit uh, Uniting Arizona. Check us out, unitingarizona.org. We provide uh, different services for homeless individuals. And so some of what we really want to accomplish within the rest of 2020 is getting our mobile RV up and running. We're going to be having mobile showers. So we'll have uh, six showers, three for men, three for women, two sets of laundry uh, stations so that we can wash blankets, clothes, shoes, whatever we need to do. And then uh, we'll also have three barber stations where haircuts will be taking place, trims will be taking place, beards will be getting trimmed up and shaved and manicured, and people will just feel great about themselves. So I'm really trying to redirect my focus and energy. Uh, Before we were doing the weekly meals, and that was just such a beautiful thing to be able to serve anywhere from 50 to 80 meals to people who are living on the street. Um, But once our funding, we, we had a small amount of donations that had come in. It was a great influx. One of my girlfriends helped me out through Twitter, and I was able to raise 
um, I think it was like $1,400 in total. And with that, we fed people for almost nine weeks. And now we're at a place where um, that money is pretty much utilized. And so uh, we the with the rest, we have uh, the rest of the supplies we have, which are hygiene supplies, um, sanitary napkins, things like that. That's what we are putting together and putting out. But as far as the food packages, and these were homemade meals. Excuse me, guys. Homemade meals. These were meals that you would buy from a restaurant for ten, maybe fifteen dollars, and we were just preparing them at home and serving them, and it was just it was beautiful. So they were getting a meal, they were getting a hygiene pack, um, and clothes, shoes, something to drink. And so now we've had to slow down the food efforts, and we're redirecting all of our efforts to getting the mobile cleansing unit up and running so we have the rv we're in the process of transforming it um that is taking up a lot of energy and time but in the midst of doing everything i had to recalibrate and i had to really try to find my footing again so i'm sure just like you uh you're feeling like a sense of loss of control i'm maybe not but if you are we're in the same boat okay for the past few months, just gradually, I felt like I was losing control over things. My my control over my family, and I know that sounds bad. Nobody wants to control, but as a parent, you have to have direction. And you have to be the leader. And I just felt like the kids were just losing their minds. I was losing my mind. Um, I just felt like this family unit that I've worked so hard to establish was just crumbling. I felt like a failure as a parent, as a human. Um, as a wife, as a daughter, as a mother, you know, in every way, shape, and form, is just a shit, shit feeling. And I thought, okay, why am I feeling so out of control? I have control over my life in many aspects, but just the sense of loss, you just feel like you're floating and you just can't get back. And you're just, you're not, you're floating downstream and you just can't get back right. And at some point, I had to tell myself, uh, you know, we have to really start setting plans and goals again because those are the things that help to keep me regimented and following the proper path that I want to be on. Um, instead of living haphazardly and then whatever happens, happens, which a lot of people do. I've done it for a long time. Uh, it was a lot of things kind of coming to a head. I got to a place where my health was starting to deteriorate due to stress, due to lack of proper care. Um, I was caring for everybody but myself. At one point, I was in a meeting with a family, and I've known this family for like eight or nine years. And uh, mom's a doctor from Mexico, and her son is one of my clients. And uh, mom said, what the hell's going on with you? And I... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a fat girl, so I thought, have I gotten fatter? What is it? You know, I kind of look the same for the from the past few years. I have gained weight, but what is she talking about? And she said, no, look at your skin. Look at your your the way your skin is healing. I had a burn on my forehead. I burnt my forehead while I was curling my hair back in, like, February or March. And from then on... This thing just does not want to heal. It's been months, and it's just, like, crazy. And so she said, that's a huge red flag. 
that your body is working overtime and it's not healing properly. Um, and that's scary to me. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. The next thing that she mentioned was that um, I was living in fight or flight mode. You know, as we got to talking and she asked a little bit of more personal questions than she normally does and we kind of discussed some things. She was basically my impromptu doctor at the moment and she said, you got to get your shit together. You're, you have too many people that are depending on you. Your health is failing. Uh, you have all these red flags and you're not listening to it. And it was a slap in the face by somebody I, I care about, you know, um, but I was glad to receive that slap. And so it, it lingered in my mind for weeks after seeing her, like, I got to do something. I got to do something. And she told me, let me know. I'll take you to yoga. We'll go do yoga together. We'll develop meal plans. She's a nutritionist. She understands, you know, uh, food in the most microscopic ways. This is a person I should be listening to. And uh, we do it to ourselves. We punish ourselves. We're gluttons for punishment. We are always wanting to show our selflessness by not caring for ourselves. I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. And I think that's the dumbest thing I could have ever done because now I'm like at the pit trying to rebuild myself. And it's taking a lot for me because I'm having to give it my all. I'm having to put in more energy, more time into all of these things that I should have been doing before, but I was just so negligent about it. And in trying to be a good parent, a better parent, I can't be negligent about health. Like that has to be the first thing, the most important thing. And I've just been such a fuck off about it. You know, like, oh, we're healthy. We're we're happy. We're good. Knowing damn well that my family has had a history of different diseases and illnesses. And it's not something to play lightly with. Because um, once that's gone, it's just like a toothache. You know, your teeth don't bother you till they hurt. Then you're like, oh, what the fuck? Same thing. So that was a few weeks ago that we had had that conversation and it was an eye opener. It's not something I hadn't heard already. But the fact that I had a new person telling me this and already feeling that sense of loss of control, loss of self-control, loss of will, um, it, it just, I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit life and that's not a good place to be in for anybody. So then more recently, I, uh, so you guys know a lot about my family. I mean, I try to tell you as much as you want to know, uh, whatever you want to know, you're welcome to ask. I'm an open book. I'm always going to be truthful and honest with you guys. Um, one of my cousins, so I'm not going to mention his name, but for those of you who know me, IRL, you already know who I'm talking about. But I have a cousin. I don't have many that are uh, first cousins. And um, he's my first cousin. He's an amazing person. He's just got a heart of gold. And he's suffering from mental illness right now. Uh, 
he's trying to battle his demons every day and I just I'm so proud of him because he's doing it by himself and no one should be doing it that way nobody and uh so just to give you an idea uh he lost his mom when he was five she was my aunt and I lost my dad when I was 18 that was his uncle and they were brother and sister my grandparents only had two children lost both their children um within their 30s and so for us being the surviving grandchildren because our grandparents are both deceased now we we have a very close relationship and one of the things that happens is I'm an empath and I feel you on a molecular level sometimes and uh he was going through it and I've helped him with situations in the past and I haven't had any residual energy or um concern but this time around I really absorbed a lot of his his stress a lot of his mental illness I took it upon myself I already suffer from mental illness in some ways I have depression um I'm sure if I was clinically diagnosed I probably have manic depression um which is also labeled as bipolar and they get these fucked up names, so then it's like, ooh, you're a fuck up, you're a fucking idiot, you're a this, you're a that. And it's none of those, you know. These are these are issues that all of us deal with, but none of us want to face. And the strong ones are the ones that do face it head on, call it what it is, and treat it. Uh, treatment is different for everybody, so we're not going to go into that. But uh, he was suffering. I was attempting to help him. But in my attempts to help him, I absorbed a lot of what was going on and I took it on my own and I started to feel extremely depressed to the point that like I slept. And if you know how I function, I usually function off of very little sleep um, and I like it that way because I like to capture the entire day. I want to be able to feel everything. I want to be able to uh, go through the day knowing that I've been as, as productive as possible. All the things that I tell you guys in my podcast, I live those things. Uh, I am meticulous about a lot of things, especially my success. And to neglect my health and not consider that a success was the dumbest thing I could have ever done. And so now uh, you've got issues with health that I've just been neglecting. You've got the fact that I'm picking up my cousin's extra stress, taking it on myself. And it's not his fault at all. I always want him to know that he can always come to me. That was my fault. I should have been in a better place to say, you know what, I can't help you right now uh, because I'm not right. And then he would have been fine because he is. He's a strong man. But uh, I slept for a week. And, like, every day I would come home from work, I'd just go straight to sleep. Um, I would wake up super late. I would sleep through my alarm. Nothing really mattered. So then my kids recently started back to school, like, in school learning. So that required uh, more routine. And so we've got, you know, the morning routine back on track. But one of the things that's helped me, you guys, it's really crazy. Um, I started drinking this tea. So I am not a fad diet person. I've done it in the past. It failed. And so now when people try to bring me things or talk to me about things, 
I extru- I try with my heart. I, I try extremely hard to listen to people when they want to talk about their ventures or things that they found that work for them. But I just dismiss it most of the time because it's just like, yeah, I've done that. I've spent money. I've wasted time. I felt like a failure over and over and over and over when it came to weight management. I didn't want to do it again. I didn't want to hear it. So uh, a friend of mine, he gave me these teas, and he's a big guy, um, tall, just chubby, fat guy. Uh, I'm like the female equivalent, except I'm not tall, which is terrible. Um, he came to my office, he brought me these back packets of tea, and I just was like, yeah, whatever. So I had them for weeks. And the week before, the I'm sorry, the kids started school, they did one full week, and I was dragging ass, and I was suffering, and I was trying to get them, you know, I got them to school on time, but it was not a productive morning, let's just say that. And... Last Sunday, the 25th, I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was I was over it. Um, I was over being gloomy. I was over taking on people's problems and stress. And I slammed the brakes. So imagine a huge freight truck going down the freeway, you know, 18-wheeler carrying watermelons flying down the freeway, 60, 70, 75 miles an hour, and then they just slam the brakes. No one's around, just slam the brakes. That's what I did. Um, I did not want to continue on this path. I was tired. Um, and I didn't have help, and I didn't know what to do, and I summoned the last part of courage, the last part of dignity the last part of common sense that I had within myself and I said okay what do we do how do we fix this again still working in fight or flight mode and uh, it just it got to the place where I said I need to make a change I'm tired and the change that I made was implementing those teas so I read the ingredients I saw there was no caffeine I saw there was no like phenamine or any type of uh, accelerant type drug. I just, I don't work well off of the upper type drugs where it's like, you know, Ritalin or, I mean, I don't know if Ritalin is an upper. I, I'm just talking out of my ass right now. But in the past, I've taken Phetamine through a doctor prescription and it was a bad experience for me. I That's where my insomnia really started. Um, dry mouth, constipation. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to eat but that wasn't good. So, you know, it was just, I wasn't taking any nutrients. Um, they were giving me B12 shots like every week, every time that I would go. And yeah, I lost weight, but it was just, it was a shit show. As soon as I stopped doing that, I gained it all back because I wasn't prepared to change my lifestyle. I just wanted to have a miracle and keep it pushing. So this time around, I said, okay, we got to do things different. This isn't going to be a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am. This is going to be a life improvement journey. This is where I need to start my new life. You know, some people get divorced. Other people move from one town to another, quit their jobs, cut their hair. 
I decided to get control of my life. It, it basically fell apart for me to be able to pick it up and put it back together. So here I am. I'm six days in, 12 pounds down, and I feel good. I've got this weird energy. I'll, I'll explain it in more detail. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I got the little sniffles, so if you hear me coughing and sneezing, it's not corona, I promise. Uh, the, uh, the way that I was functioning before was basically like I was flopping through life like a blob. Everything that I did, everywhere that I went, it wasn't with enthusiasm, it wasn't with optimism, it was kind of like a dread. And I know that sounds terrible, because you guys hear me when I'm on here, and I sound like a great person, positive, upbeat, happy. And for those of you that have seen me work in real life, you know I function equally. But with coronavirus, with stress, with weight gain, with life with feeling out of control, with being overwhelmed, just everything going on, essentially. I was just flopping through life. And I said to myself, I I got to figure this out. Like, I don't even like going to the grocery store. Everything just seems like a bother. And not having any motivation for anything is the catalyst. It starts there, and then it progressively increases into a worse state where you don't even want to wash your ass you don't want to clean your house you don't want to cook for your kids and I didn't want to get progressively into a bad place you know I'm generally a high energy person probably part of my manic depression I don't know um but I finally said to myself let's get it together it's got to be an agreement within yourself because this isn't my husband, this isn't my kids, this isn't my grandpa, my doctor can't do it. This is all me. I'm the one that has to show up, show out, be held accountable. Nobody's going to make me do it. On the contrary, people are going to hope that I don't. And I have to be my own motivating factor every day. But I'll tell you what. Taking a leap of faith and doing something different in your life when you're expecting to do the same always, always, always is going to be a benefit to your life. It's going to be years added on to your existence. Do the change, whatever it is. Cut your hair, quit your job, move from state to state, leave your deadbeat husband or wife. Do what you need to do. Take that leap of faith, I promise you. It's going to feel good. You know, this tea that I'm drinking is just the start. It's just the start. I, I need to take better care of myself on a tiny, molecular, tiny, itty bitty little, tiny, uh, atomic level to where I know what I'm doing to myself. I've been so bad to myself for so long, not caring about what's the most important in my life. You know, again, people have got their priorities super fucked up. Super, super fucked up. And it sometimes takes us having a pep talk with ourselves 
grabbing ourselves by the collar, shaking the shit out of our shoulders and being like, listen, bitch, you're better than this and you're not fucking giving yourself enough credit. You deserve a long, happy life. You deserve to be able to walk until you're 100. You deserve to not have to take any medications to help you get through your day. You deserve to be able to walk upright, eat, drink, whatever you like, in moderation, and be fucking happy. Because I don't give a fuck how many people that are fat are going to say, I'm fat and happy. That's fabulous great for you but you're gonna keep lying to yourself for as long as you fucking want and then you're gonna hit a wall and that wall is gonna be your face in a fucking mirror looking at you saying you fucking bitch you should have did this years ago you should have cared about me years ago it's not an aesthetic it's not a fucking aesthetic it's the health it's the fact that we are we're we're pre-exposing ourselves we're, we're at a place where we are not going to be proactive, but reactive to all the fucked up shit that we're doing. You know, I there are so many people out there, and I'm not going to name names, that are big, beautiful models. I've looked up to them. They've helped to boost my esteem. Trust me. I suffer from a high self-esteem. My therapist says it's an ego. I said it's the same thing. I love myself fat. Because I've been fat for years. But you know what? I didn't love myself enough to be healthy. That's the thing. If I was actually eating right, exercising, and let's say I was still big, I would at least have that peace of mind that this is my genetics, this is my body type. Um, I'm actually doing the things that are necessary so that my body can function at 100%. But you know what? That's not the facts. The facts are that I was eating things that were probably not even made for human consumption. I was intaking calories and sugar grams, uh, grams of sugar, like nothing, like water. I took in water like I should have been taking in sugar. Now I'm trying to reverse those roles in my head. I don't like the fucking flavor of water. Nobody does. But you know what I like? I like having good energy. I like knowing that I have to go to the grocery store after work and not dreading it. I know that I like thinking about taking walks now because my legs aren't fucking absorbed with water. They're not extremely enchiladas. Um, what's the word? Not inflamed. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I, I love feeling like life means something again and to each their own I'm not here to tell anybody how to live but I'm just telling you from my perspective my unique perspective what I should have been doing a long time ago so just in these 12 in these I was gonna say 12 days no six days 12 pounds what I've done differently I drink a tea that has no caffeine has amazing uh, herbs. It has um, vitamins. It's a hundred percent organic. I now wake up and I want to do stuff. I want to be physical. 
I'm not looking to go to Starbucks like I used to. I'll tell you a funny Starbucks story. So I hadn't had Starbucks in two weeks. Two weeks, okay? So the week that I had my little depression, I didn't really leave the house much. Didn't really care to get anything, so I didn't buy Starbucks. And this week, I was like, you know, I'm going to treat myself. I went and got my Starbucks yesterday. It tasted like ass. Seriously. It was like bittersweet and i was like how the fuck was i drinking these like i was slamming these bitches terrible and no sh- no shade to starbucks i mean hey but ask me if i'm gonna go buy one a day Mm-mm. no desire because again it, it was i was functioning off of a tongue that only lived off of sugar basically and now that i've removed that element uh, this week, some of the stuff that I've eaten is like salmon, tuna. I'm a huge tuna eater right now, which is, mm, I mean, I'm not pregnant, so the mercury should be straight. But um, I'm trying to eat more vegetables, incorporate more vegetables. Uh, I'm not really a big fruit eater, but hey, I'm going to do it. I mean, bananas have always been my go-to, but I'm going to start looking into maybe strawberries, maybe melons, um, whatever's in season, I am looking at this at a different perspective. For years, I've tried weight loss, weight loss, weight loss, but words are very big to me. Obviously, I have a podcast. Um, loss to me is a loser, and I don't want to be a loser even if it's pounds. Sounds stupid, I know, but I'm not a fucking loser. And it's not a sore spot. Call me a loser. I don't care, bitch. What? It's the fact that in my own mind, I don't even want to be a loser of weight. I don't want to be a loser of money. I don't want to be a loser of respect. I don't want to be a loser of anything. So I said, okay, reformulate my vocabulary when it comes to what I'm trying to achieve. This is a life improvement journey. That is my focus. Life improvement, life improvement, life improvement. What does that mean? That means health improvement. What does that mean? That means eating right, exercising. That means taking time for myself, knowing how to separate myself from my stress. When I start to feel a little bit stressed, enact some of those coping skills. Hey, babe, you know what? I'm going to need five minutes. I need to go take a walk. Uh, Or I'm going to take a drive. Or leaving work stressed out. Don't come right home. I'm going to take a drive around the block a few times, listen to music, maybe pray, talk out loud, give some words of affirmation. Developing new ways of doing shit. It's not hard, but it's not fucking easy. And it takes time. Everything in our life is going to take a little bit of time. And the sooner that we're able to accept that and not want some type of miracle, not want some type of immediate satisfaction, instant gratification, allowing that pleasure to take a little time to brew before we receive it. Just like coffee. No wonder it's so great. Essentially, I want you guys to have the best life possible. I want you to succeed. I want you to be incredibly successful in everything that you touch. I want you to be that person that motivates other people to find themselves because they didn't have it in their lives growing up. I want you to be that person that takes the time for others in every way to help them understand themselves, but then also knows how to recoil and heal. 
Um, and that's what I'm working on. I need to learn how to just step back, heal myself. Uh, some great news. So I'll get more candid about my history uh, in the future. But I'm going to be starting therapy. I am super excited. Like, you have no idea. I'm kind of scared I'm going to talk the ear off <laughs> of my therapist. So I'm praying. And if y'all can pray for me too, I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm praying that I get somebody who is actually interested in what I have to say. Because if I get somebody who's like, oh, this bitch, and shines me, like, I, I'll shut down. I'm not going to be there. Um, and not that you have to give a fuck about what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know if you guys care. I see that you listen. I love it. But whether or not you give a shit, you know, that's subjective. I need, but this is going to be somebody that I'm going to be giving my deepest, darkest to, essentially. And I just want to make sure that they're invested to a place where it's like, this is my fear. I'll be real. That I open up, I talk to this person, I tell them a bunch of shit. We finish round one. And then it's like, oh, so I'm going to be moving to Utah in two months. So this will probably be our last session. Like, why the fuck did I just go into detail with this asshole? You know, I need somebody I can invest in and they can invest in me. I know that sounds like a lot. So if you're a therapist out there willing to do the work, I am willing to pay. Um, so, yeah, pray for me. I'm excited. Um, I hope you guys have some really great things going on. I really do. Uh, as hard as it is to get through everything that we're doing right now in life, just know that you have my support. Know that I have your back. If you have some ideas, some questions, some concerns, and you want to bring it to my attention, you know how to reach me. You can go on my Facebook, my Instagram, my Snapchat, my TikTok. You can text me, email me. I'm available. Best way to try to reach me, unitingarizona.org. Uh, I want to be able to help. I'm going to sound like a broken record. I want to be a beacon of light. I just want to be a little help to some people. You know, I might be a headache to others. But I know that together we can accomplish some great fucking things. And I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. So... With everything you guys got going on, I know you have a busy day. You got to get going. Uh, I hope you give your family some love for me. Take some time to give them as much love as you possibly can. We don't know how much longer we got on this planet. And, um, you know, we just got to stay positive. While we're here, we're going to do the fucking best we can. And that's all that matters. Um, I hope you guys are staying happy, healthy, positive, and productive. Thank you so much for hearing me out. I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, this is just the beginning. I started at 249 pounds Sunday, the 25th of October, 2020. The highest I've ever been was uh, like 265, 270. So right now I'm going to go weigh myself. Yesterday I was at 238. I'm excited to see where I'm at. Um... But yeah, one step at a time. One step at a time, guys. You know, we're all fucked up. We are all fucked up. Don't let anybody try to tell you that they're not. It's just the ones that are trying to, to be better that you have to start listening to. Start getting around. 
the ones that just are accepting their fucked up fate, you know, pray for them and keep it pushing. But this is just the beginning of this life improvement journey. Keep following me. Uh, I think I'm going to make an Instagram about it. That way it can be a little bit more uh, descriptive and explicit on what my goals are, my intentions. You guys can see my before and afters. Um, they're terrible. They're still befores. So anyways, I, I, I know you guys got to get going. But thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I hope you have a wonderful day. Love you. God bless.